Hamilton's gonna try again this time on the inside of Continental! Kimmy, what happened? That's fine. This is getting manipulated, man. Is that clock? Is that clock going slowly? It is! That's clock! I am stupid. I switch off everything. Okay, he pushed me off the track. I think you have to leave the space. All the time you have to leave the space. It's James, please hold position. I'm sorry. Hey! Hey! Steering wheel, somebody tell him to give it to Five seconds, he's a yay! Welcome everyone to Revisic Podcast. We are going to look into two different races today. And the name of today's episode is Fernando is faster than you. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> Fernando is kind of, right? I mean... Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, it kind of unraveled pretty well, pretty pretty, pretty fast. But we are going to yeah. get into that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and we are going to get into how the championship is going on for Red Bull and Ferrari. And wow. uh, we're going to get into how Alpine looks so far. But before we get into Canada, let's just very briefly touch on Baku. Oh, yeah, Because sure. I think there are, there are certain stories which are kind of following through from yeah, Baku. And they're yeah, kind of developing sure. right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So thing. I was wondering, let's just start with Mercedes. All right. <laughs> because Lord knows we have not paid enough attention to them, right? <laughs> right, okay. right. Fair enough. Um, yeah. Right. So, Baku was a very interesting weekend for the Mercedes duo. Um, Lewis really complained about the ride he had. Yeah, I mean, not, not George, only... George had... Yeah, like, yeah, not, he not complained. only complained, but he kind of looked at that you know, he's broken. At the, I don't know, like, uh, it really showed, like, he's kind of maybe older or something like that it, it was like pity like i was feeling a pity for him he could barely you know walk out of the car but you know right that's yeah. that, that's definitely true i mean at least the optics of it is true but yeah. we know how vocal louis is about issues about right? everything yes yeah so he's he's a very expressive person <laughs> let's um, say that yes i mean previous years have also shown that he can express his frustrations online um, and he doesn't shy away from, you know, visually representing things. Um, So, I mean, obviously I'm not trying to say here it was not bad. (laughs) I mean, it was definitely bad. Right. But as I think in in that race week, as uh, Lando uh, was saying after the race in the post-race interview, that it was kind of up to the teams, at least in his opinion, uh, to fix that. Yeah, and absolutely. We also we also know from Lewis's interviews that Mercedes kind of uh, is in a position that they have to try a lot of different um, philosophies setups. and different yeah. setups and stuff yep. just to get the performance out of the car. Yep. And Lewis intentionally is like he is kind of in a position where he wants to take the risk because there's not a lot to lose, at least not in this season. Yeah. True, true. So, most of the time, his car is the one that's being experimented on. So, I'm just, I just think like the way Mercedes is trying to portray the issue or was trying to portray the issue the previous weekend that um, 
it's really dangerous for the driver and everyone is suffering hmm. and only Alonso was the guy who doesn't want to, you know, uh, who, who is basically throwing a spanner in the in the works. <laughs> I just I just feel it's it's a bit disingenuous. Hey, to oh, of course. Normalize. It's just, it's just Mark doing Mark things, man. It's just uh, they are no, trying. I mean, they are trying to get a ground effect band or something it looked like whether it's very simple right like, like i i think the solution that fia kind of suggested was fair also just check the vertical movements car by car basis and uh, those who who have more uh, vertical movements they have to raise the rake yeah, it's as simple as that right it's there is no reason for everyone to sort of follow the same directives suddenly it can be do, done team by team basis and you know car by car basis which is fair which which definitely seems fair in in retrospect but we have to like just for the sake of fairness we have to kind of acknowledge that it's not just mark like whenever there is an issue f1 teams are known to win i mean yeah um when there was you know um this pink Mercedes thing came up. Yeah, yeah. So there was McLaren uh, who, who was complaining about it the most because they were fighting for P3 in that right. uh, that year's constructors uh, championship. Then in 2014, when the sorry 2013, when the tire regulation changed and Pirelli brought the new tire tire walls. Yeah. I mean, Pirelli brought the new tires and they had different kind of tire walls. Then Red Bull was in this position. And they winged a lot. And then when Pirelli kind of stiffened up the tire wall, um, Vettel won nine consecutive races. Yeah. Incidentally enough, that's the, that's <laughs> the um, you know, that's the record people are talking uh, about. Yeah, Max, Max might end up. Exactly. Might. Let's might, not, yeah. Not yeah. real, might. Um, so, I mean, it's, it, it's definitely not a Mark-specific behavior. No, no, of, of course not. It's it's just it's just uh, it's just a saying for 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 me. Like as since I have started watching, I have only seen Mark as the winning team, and it's like uh, I have only seen that Mark's winning a lot. So, yeah. yeah. So like last year's uh, regulation with the this uh, the bendy rear wings, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So like it it seemed like anytime something doesn't go their way, they start crying wolf. Yeah. Um. But yeah. And it's, and in, in this situation, yeah, and and in in this situation, I I felt like rather than a uh, you know free for all uh, kind of solution, it's it's a very car by car kind of basis solution suggested by FIA. That was that was really fair, right? and uh, yeah, I mean if, if your drivers cannot bear the oscillations that's happening so much, then just consider sacrificing a bit speed. No shame in that, you know. Just health or health I mean, it... the driver. Yeah, but you know, if one is uh, that kind of a competitive sport where at least at one point it was almost expected that um, people are not going to sacrifice uh, performance for even a little bit of uh, reduction in risk. And, and historically, it has been one of the most dangerous sports. So yeah, as a sport, in that sports, way. yes, sure. As a sport, more motorsport, everyone tries to gain a gain a slightest advantage and all that, blah blah blah. But you cannot simultaneously say that I can, cannot sacrifice speed, and also your driver hinges every day after the race, and he cannot get out of the car and cries to the then you cry to the FIA saying that uh, every drivers are gonna get hurt or thing things like that. You know, it's right. Yeah, just pee pickle in. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's definitely 
the issue with Marcel is right now, which brings us nicely back to Canada. Right. Um, <laughs> at the back of the weekend, now we know that uh, Marcel has scored P3 and P4. Yeah, which is um, not bad for them. Excellent result. Yeah, this yeah, yeah, exactly. Given that Perez and uh, Charles were never really in contention for the first first four positions. Perez and um, uh, Leclerc, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, so so in that case, I think this is the best result they, they could have achieved, barring any more technical difficulties for the top two teams. Yeah. yeah and Lewis seems to be really upbeat. And, and I think we were discussing privately before uh, that it's just... It kind of makes you happy that Lewis, yeah. Lewis got to the, uh, the the podium, and yeah. I really like the point we were we were we were like highlighting that. It's just it makes me feel happy because it seems like Lewis is appreciating the value of the podium yeah. this time, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it didn't come cheap, he had to work hard for it, literally. And you know, because the Mercedes are uh, don't have that much of speed as as far as the top leaders go. So uh, that actually makes you appreciate Lewis as a pure driver more when when he gets the podium. So yeah, that's a that's a happy you know that kind of made me happy. But yeah, it's uh, yeah, and and interestingly enough, I was listening to Jack Wilney uh, talk about this uh, mm-hmm. Lewis's podium and his reaction, and he believes that Lewis has been dragging his hands this this whole year because he doesn't um, feel happy with the car. And the moment the car started behaving a bit better than usual, mm. then there was a lot of pace from Lewis. But we haven't seen that pace in most of the earlier races. Oh, really? So, yeah, so he, he's saying, yeah, at least he's claiming that it's probably because he's, uh, like, yeah. he, he has not been very punchy this whole year. Right, right, yeah. He's, he's, he was uh, behaving like a bit of a brat, maybe. Is that what he I mean, said? We have seen how how he was, he was trying to all give up after you know. Yeah, um, yeah. Never give up, kids. This is for you. You have cancer. Yes, never give up. All right. Two laps. All right. I think we should give up. And I sit think it was two laps. Yes. So yeah. Yeah. That was a that was a push. But anyway, let's not harp on this. But yeah. <laughs> I was wondering what what do you think about the the team dynamic inside Mercedes? So so that um, George has been like. In qualifying, I think it has been mostly George, and in the races, I think it has been, I think three times. Lewis now has beaten George, and five or six times. George no, it's 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 only the second time uh, Lewis has uh, beaten George. Uh, after ba- ba- yeah, wow. after Baron, this is only the second. Um, yeah, but but the but here's the thing, though, right? I cannot fault George. Uh, maybe uh, a little bit of fault because of his kind of immature decision. What I felt as a immature in the quali, where he went went out with the slicks. That's a bold call. I love bold calls, dude. If if you know anything about me, I do love bold fucking calls. Okay, but he, that, yeah, was, that right. was more the, than bold, man. That, that was. <laughs> I mean, I, I, the, I think we have this like the same point to discuss here. Like the main issue with that with that decision is that. Um, bold call is expected to be taken by a team who wants to achieve more, right? Right. And right. he was on pace. Yeah. So he could have achieved P2 or P3, maybe not P1. P1 probably was out of his reach. No. Yeah. But, but like yeah. when you ha- when you are sure to be in the second row of the race, why would you gamble? Yeah, that's that. I, I think me. at that point you were just being stupid. Right? 
yeah yeah and and uh, uh, it it is clear that a turn one and turn two there are clear uh, puddles yeah certain areas in the race there it, the racing line was completely dry true but there are clear puddles at especially turn one and turn two if i remember correctly and then why would you take that risk your tires aren't up to temperature uh, won't be up to temperatures obviously right in in that kind of cold like why would you even try to take that risk and uh, i i kind of heard his radio or, or his interview if i remember correctly he was saying no i have no interest in p4 p5 p6 i have been do, doing that all day i had to take a risk uh, in uh, becoming you know starting from the front row but as you said he could have done that anyway without yeah. the slicks so i think he had he had p2 nailed on there because yeah. like pers was not performing and it was Well, Perez was out. Perez was out already. Yeah. Point. Yeah. Right. So the only cars that were performing really well was, I think, um, obviously Max and Sainz. Hmm. Then there was Alonso. Yeah. And Kimmich. Kimmich. Yes. 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 Yeah, so those are the four cars, and you just need to beat one of them. Which, he just like, had to beat Sainz, and given that Alonso has beat Sainz, he could have as well. Yeah. Yeah. It was it, such a strange decision to like. I uh, I would definitely appreciate this decision if he was still in Williams and he was right, trying to get right, a, right. you know yeah jump, jump the whole already, as the same exactly. in NFL yeah exactly but this was like yeah it was it was weird it it was uh, uh, wild uh, for, from that point but I will say this so um yeah given all all that so uh, from uh, like uh, after that what he did in the race he did, did not do anything wrong. Okay, he just he just you know ran as kind of a perfect race. To be honest, he did, did the best with what what he had, and uh, you know Lewis also same thing. He did not make a mistake. You know, did everything at hand uh, uh, very very correctly. I I felt like now um, I don't know if uh, Charles Leclerc. if he did not have some problems as as in timings of the pits and getting stuck behind the uh, drs train and all all that stuff if he didn't have all those problems uh, would we have seen uh, another mercedes on the pole i don't know May, maybe that could have changed things and you know we 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 would have seen some different kind of result there but you know hindsight 2020 so yeah what whatever happened yeah i mean yeah so this kind of brings us um up to the p2 position in um, for ferrari uh, unfortunately charles was stuck behind uh, ocon for yeah. more than 15 laps yeah which kind of nullified his race um i was i was listening to one of his uh, strategy engineer and he was saying that they was expecting p5 to be the minimum result Yeah, like minimum achievable result, uh, but unfortunately they could not capitalize so much on the VSCs, um, and the safety car also came out. Yeah, at a point when he has like changed, I, I think he already had pitted um, for for mediums, and yeah. then so there was no point pitting anymore, and then he was stuck uh, behind Ocon, and by the time he passed Ocon, it was already time for the. Yeah. Uh, safety car. So, like, right, right. they were hoping to achieve a bit more. But I, I mean, I have my doubt if if it was possible for for him to catch up to Lewis or to George and to pass them. Well, Because, uh, the the gap was about two point two seconds with George at the end of the race, right? About a two two point two point five seconds. So, you know, if if it wasn't stuck, 
it was basically managing the gap at that point because um, the safety car obviously bunches everyone up. So right. in the last seven or eight laps, if George was able to able to pull away for 2.2 seconds, and I think Lewis finished about four and a half seconds ahead of George. So that means they definitely had some tire advantage, and which kind of makes sense because uh, Charles was running on hards from the very beginning, right? And then he changed to medium, I think maybe around uh, the last that 35, 40 around that time. Yeah, um, I'm not sure. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, so he he has not really benefited from either of the VSC or the safety cars. And then at the end, when he was actually catching up to people, um, and there was you know there was space advantage his car. Um, the safety car kind of robbed him of that chance, so there was n- not much to do at that point. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. That, that's fair, and, and it's like uh, like there is no point har- har- harping about it. But you sometimes wonder if happened a little bit uh, differently. That actually brings me to K Mag, right? So right, he he was shown a black uh, orange and black flag. If that flag was shown just one lap later. Or that VSC happened just one lap that, earlier. Honestly, like that was so disheartening, right? That's... First of all, his, I mean, the damage he had, I mean, it, it was visible, but people have run carts with, with that amount of damage. It's, yeah. it's not like, you know, it's not the end of everything. Um, I think Lewis's damage in Monaco, maybe not that, like not in the same scale, but he right. also has damaged front wing. And yeah, I think he, he ran the whole race. Yeah, with, that's right. With the damage. That's right. The way Ocon started complaining about the yeah about the front wing and then he had to just come in. It's I mean it's part of the game, which is understandable. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But yeah. it's just it, 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 it's it has so much of this uh, you know primary school energy. <laughs> yeah, it's complaining it's like, like yeah, he is doing this. <laughs> yeah, and then he was two cars behind. Like it, it's not like the carbon fiber would just fly he off and face, uh, yeah. yeah, and it's it's a piece of carbon fiber. It's yeah. I mean, come on. It is, and the more of the thing is like I I was hearing uh, the post race uh, thing where right. where uh, they were saying like you know they they didn't even K Mac didn't even lose any pace like any noticeable pace. So the engineers decided to keep him out, right? Like because they, yeah. they didn't lo- lose much pace, so it just made sense for them. But you know, like um, some people whinged, and you know, FIA basically gave in, I guess. And uh, yeah, it, it was so sad to see. Like he finished at seventeen at the end. I think like it's just right. So this is the, 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 I mean, this was definitely I wouldn't say a controversial decision by the race directors, but at least it kind of hurt this one person's race significantly. Yeah. Yeah. Which, in hindsight, feel, feels like didn't need to. But then you, you can also understand if that becomes like an issue, and then I don't know, maybe uh, Max's or Science's tire, uh, you know, ha- has a damage because of that piece of carbon fiber. Right. Then it will like it will become a big issue, and then they will get the flag for it. So it's still understandable. Yeah, but yeah. It, I can't blame this them for it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like. I was gonna ask you, like overall, I just felt um, the race dressers director did a quite good job this week. Like they let the quali go ahead, even when it was oh, yeah. pretty yeah. hard. That that they was a welcome flagging. change after Monaco, right? Yeah. Yeah. So what what did you make of the decisions they were making every time any car was getting beat, like Albon getting beached or Checo getting? I mean, Checo's uh, crash actually brought out the red flag. But yeah. apart from that, 
even during the race, like Sunoda's yeah, crash. Yeah, um, well, well, none well, of them I, got red flags. Yeah, right, right. So none, none of them got red, red, red flags. They checked if if it can be solved under a VSC only. So they they don't full on septic at that. They did check that. And it was really efficiently run, I, I thought, and the minimal stoppages and stuff like that. So yeah, and, and the and, and for Perez's crash in the quali, they needed a red flag because the barriers were damaged. So I, I exactly. can understand that. I can understand. So you know, it it was a it, it was a well-run race, especially after the things that we saw in Monaco in the qualifying. Yeah, yeah, Monaco also last year's Spa, like that. Right. Although it, it has been raining uh, quite continuously in Spa and, and the situation in Montreal was slightly different than that. But still, yeah. it was a welcome change that they are not kind of cudgeling the drivers. Like, oh no, you're going to get hurt. Like, at the very... like, they're supposed to be the best drivers, best race drivers yeah. in the world. Um, so, you know, they should just get on with it uh, yeah. whenever it's possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. You know, like like people are there to see races. Like you can't you, know, you can't stop that. That's weird. Yeah. Uh, another right. thing though. Uh, so, so we we were just talking about K Mag, right? But right. what do you think about Meek now? It's just it is sad, man. Yeah. So I think until last week, the the narrative has been that oh no, Meek is kind of washed up. Yeah. Um, even Gunther was saying like if Meek keep having these kind of large crashes, that's gonna um, make him reevaluate re- yeah. where has goes, which is like a nice way to say that they're gonna kick him to the curb. Yeah. Um, but this week, especially in the quali, in changing conditions, yeah. he performed really well. Yeah. And the Haas car also had quite a lot of pace. Now, if you go back and check the quality result, he was six tenth off of uh, KMX pace. So, yeah. just by the pace difference, I think. It was like very similar result between the teammates. Right. But it's like everyone else around them kind of stuffed it. Mm-hmm. So their result became a bit bit more glorified, at least at least in the quality. Yeah, that's fair. But but that can be said 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 about Alonso as well. It can be said about him that were in in the top, right? Because you know Leclerc was gonna start from the back. Perez yeah. kind of bottled it and blah blah blah, right? So yeah, but. Uh, as you said, so this this time also it looked like he could have gotten a points finish at least. I'm not saying fifth or sixth, but nah, at least ninth or tenth. Yeah, I I really don't you know yeah I I really don't think he would he would have uh, the race pace to to finish in the points because it's not I mean for quali to to snag a P5 or P6 I don't yeah P5 and P6 uh, I I don't think. It, it it says a whole lot about your respect because it was changing conditions. It was raining, and then the other cars were not performing up to their potential. But when it's in a dry condition race, and you have to manage your tires, and you know, and Haas has to get the strategy right. I sure, mean, but yeah, uh, don't you think he uh, had uh, he had a decent pace during the race till the time he was well, when when he retired, he was running P nine. Yeah, I think, um, and. I, I don't remember no, just, when uh, when he re- retired. Like uh, I I think the problem started just two or three laps before that even because he suddenly started dropping and uh, then then that issue happened. So I think the problem was kind of sustaining for a while. Oh, okay. but yeah, I but didn't otherwise, catch that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 
but i yeah i just uh, i i was also in in your board thinking that you know k k mag is basically our uh, new nikki right yeah uh, i mean <laughs> yeah for hash it seems like k mag is a lord of severe yeah um, right and I, i mean obviously nikki is bringing uh, sorry bringing 30 million uh, allegedly so right it, it, it will be hard to you know uh, look away from that also look away from the brand value yeah to the sports definitely, definitely. also to the team yeah uh, yeah so here yes yes another thing about that about he can the that i heard during the post race presentation of a for right a villano was there i think i don't remember yes, but was. yeah yeah but uh, they were kind of saying that uh, since the start of the race uh, gunter was kind of saying meek is not uh, pushing that much right so meek pushed a little bit then you know uh, you know saw some uh, barriers in the cars car right because of right. push too much then gunter said okay not that much man like okay so he then brought it back so but since, since including the, uh, this one since the last two or three races it seemed like like you said it seemed like he kind of got the hang of the car and he is having decent pace he is having decent rhythm and a good consistency right so so this brings to one of the central question i wanted to address and yeah. i have a hypothesis but i want to uh, i want your take on it sure so i believe that we have not seen the proper picking order of the whole grid okay of this season yet mm. because we have been only not only mostly running in and temporary street tracks so it's your baku okay. it's your miami it's your uh, canada and australia and uh, jeddah mm. and what else was it? except for imola um imola barcelona Marce- barcelona uh, was yeah uh, so, so right so barcelona um imola i think these two and and, and bahrain yeah yeah we were on it but anyway um so <laughs> these are these are the only three track which are like permanent race track right and right. if i if if my memory is not betraying me i think mercedes has been pretty quick in all three of these races they were in they were in podium in all three of these races in jeddah yeah not in jera in 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 imola oh he's in imola that's right in baren uh, yeah, in imola in baren exactly um and is the same thing where we are seeing okay uh, the pace of alpine so yeah. alpine has been really fast down the straight Straits, in most yes. of the tracks that's but right. alpine were almost nowhere in barcelona and i don't yeah. really remember like I remember that Alonso was in a on a monster quali lap in Australia but he stuffed it. Yeah, at the end right. of the lap. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. Um and he he also has been having some engine issues and we will come to that when we are discussing him. But I just I feel like we have not seen the true pace of Alonso or not just Alonso of the Alpine car or we have not seen the true pace of the Haas car because we are we keep going to all these temporary tracks and it just it's not conducive for racing because temporary tracks are built around narrow streets yeah. because these are basically street tracks yeah. and they intentionally create really really long um, straights with very strong drs drs zones because otherwise there's inherently no yeah in in her the street tracks will give you 90 degree corners because that's how city planning is, right. you know how, that's how cities are built right so 
whenever we go to a like proper racetrack, we will we will see the proper baking uh, order. And starting from next next race weekend, we are almost uh, exclusively going to see races in permanent tracks, except from Singapore. Mm. Like all the races are like starting from Silverstone, they are gonna be on on proper permanent track. And I think we will see quite different results we have seen, we have been seeing so far. Mm. And that's my rant. Uh, that's my hypothesis. Uh, no, I'm, I'm wondering what you where you stand on that. Yeah, that's a good point. And uh, it's uh, like you said, it's like street 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 racing. You know, street circuit uh, racing dynamics are way different than you know proper uh, circuits. So uh, if if almost all the street street tracks are already done for this year. Uh, and all that are left at the proper circuits, we're 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 gonna see really interesting things from now on, right? Um, but then again, that the, the indicative of that, like like we discussed already before, like the indicative of all the circuits uh, uh, is Barcelona. So if Barcelona is anything to go by, then um, I think I think you're you're right in a sense that uh, we we still can see the real, you know the real um, faces of many many of these cars which is i i am kind of excited a, a, about that speaking of true faces of cars uh, true rather faces of faces um, okay right. as you as you probably know nordis is running with an old engine right old uh, power engine ah yes yes they were they were whinging quite a lot about oh how come nordis is in the bank and, and then they were trying you know i, I shouldn't say trying to give excuses but <laughs> in my ear it sounded like a whole bunch of excuses like oh yeah. the engine is so old like you need yeah, they, to run with it. that that's what i was going to tell you right they are saying that okay. there's, there's engine degradation happening for lando nordis all right yeah. there is there is something to that but i mean I mean, we we are just what? Just how many races are we? Nine. Like nine, it was nine the races. Ninth race, and I think yeah. it's like it's not the same engine he's been running for the e- exactly. It's it's maximum six or seven race old engine, right? That is maximum, right? So it's it cannot be that bad. If if it's that bad, that's that's the team's problem. Then I mean, oh. it's so strange that when Ricciardo doesn't perform well. Yeah. Then they are like, oh no, he's not measuring up to Norris. And right. when he has the measure of Norris, then they're they're like hell bent on getting some kind of excuse for him. Yeah, it's it's his driver bias. It's uh, you know elementary. Ah, it's disgusting, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's annoying. It's, it's honestly annoying. But yeah, yeah, I'll... it's annoying because we are kind of for we are forced to watch the, exactly. the sky feed. There so is no other like... choice for right. So if if you are watching cricket in India. Um, and you're listening to the commentary in India. I mean, yeah, you wouldn't really expect to, you know, it to be neutral, let alone not be biased. That is like true. Even if you, yeah, so I but, mean, but even I, if they I try will... to be neutral, I, I think it's it's very fair that you know they are drumming up their own. Is drive. it fair? But because when when because uh, as you said, no, 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 as as you said, when there is cricket in India, uh, the Indian uh, people are are doing it for the Indian feed only it's not going to the sure. world feed okay because within within the streamers there will be option of choosing commentaries as well okay so if you want any local languages if you want the dugout commentary list blah 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 
Uh, and the same same thing here. Here the difference is they know that this is also going for the global trade, but they just don't care. Mm, that's the problem. So usually the FOM sells the video feed, but yeah. they don't sell the commentary, right? They have their own commentary, but that goes to the F1 TV. Now, okay. when some countries, uh, I don't know, streaming streaming or some cable network, they buy the FOM feed, they have the option to put their own commentary on top of it. Or they can choose the standard English comment. And most of the country, they choose to just buy both of the feed together. So it's not like compiled together. So that, that, that's also the reason why in Swedish TV, mm-hmm. I will get the Swedish comment. In France, you get the French. And in, in, you know, in, in, in Netherlands, you should be damn sure that they are not broadcasting Sky there. Because no, they no, will be right. No, of course not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah they are on Zico, yeah, right? It's, it's, yeah. Right. <laughs> And and Germany has DSEN, so yeah, it's it's just the, the unfortunate part is that you don't get uh, the option to have any other English commentary. It would yeah. be nice if we can get like some CBS or NBC commentaries going on, like uh, you know, like the IndyCar thing. Well, um, but yeah, but, yeah, but so the like sad, the sad thing is, I think would not. Yeah, I I I think the yeah. issue is in 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 US, ESPN is a broadcaster there, and they also right, buy the right. Sky commentary. Yes. They okay. Do. So it's 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 like all in all the English speaking nations. At least it seems like to me. I don't know what is in Australia and stuff, but it seems like wherever people consume this sport in English, they just go with the Sky commentary. But you know, they, yeah. So I'm planning to get the get the F1 TV next thing because it's 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 becoming on like last season. I have was... tried in India. Here's the issue. I, I I have talked to their customer care. The problem is in India, even if you buy F1, you won't get the live uh, coverage here because it's brought by Star Sports India. Oh, yeah. So F1 TV benefit for me is only live timing and live uh, oh, small no. mini sector timings, stuff like that. But those you can just get with a small subscription. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I think that's like $3 a month or something. Yeah, yeah. That's... But that's only, I mean, to be honest, you, you get a whole bunch of information following that, but since your feed is a bit late, so you get also yeah. a lot of spoiler following That's that right. one. So. That's right. All right. Um, and now we can probably come down to uh, Magical also, finally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Like that lap. Not just the lap, the the final corner of that quality lap. That was some meme material, right? <laughs> like he just slides in. You can only see from like a haze of rain. Yeah. The quality is almost over. Crofty's voice is down. I'm like, ah, and he's coming. And then boom, he comes <laughs> into the picture with a slide. I'm like, oh, he's going to do some shit. <laughs> and oh boy. Like, yeah. Okay. It, it so, was amazing. So he, he knows how to capture the light. Yeah. yeah. With with all of his antics, right? Like yeah. he will he will take the escape road in... Uh, I think it was last year in Sochi. He just went outside because they were like in the in, in the starting lap there was no penalty for it. So he was like, yeah. okay, I will <laughs> I will just go way outside and just take that road. Right. Um and and then like he has been doing things like that. Like he was uh, it was this year in Jeddah when when he was trying to put a move uh, outside outside the uh, in turn one hmm. and then he was complaining about it because he knew that um, you know, if I are having some trouble with with, with that kind of racing when you're overtaking at, at the turn. Yeah. So yeah. 
he kind of knows the button to push you know yeah yeah i mean he has been here for a long long time so he knows he has seen everything basically uh, yeah and and uh, speaking of he has been here for a long time like d- during the rain if you saw the lap times like all the older guys were like super fast it was like <laughs> it was experiences huh yeah it it seemed like so it's like all right these they are almost all right these young these youngsters don't know what's what let me in my time <laughs> you know that they actually remind me like if you if you like if it rains really bad and and, and the the field is really bad and and you know you have to play football yeah i mean uh, our kind of football right soccer yeah. um i think like maybe the younger generation would would, would struggle like the younger city dwelling generation yeah that's maybe right they, that's they right <laughs> and their parents will probably try better in that kind of yeah. situation yeah. so it's sliding it's, it's around worth, and stuff yeah, yeah. except from parents like, yeah holy no. hell what like what is wrong with him it just rains a little bit and he's off track. oh my god like, like you were joking at the time right like it it doesn't rain in mexico <laughs> yeah like Boy it is seems not like any time even if it spits he will, he will have a spin like um <laughs> last year in imola he was i i think he out qualified max for the first time in yeah. that race yeah. and he just like bend it off in i think 1 2 3 turn 3 4 5 6 7 turn number yeah. 7 like come on how can you not keep it all? i mean okay re- uh, go back to the turkey race you remember yeah. when yeah. lance was on on pole yeah mm-hmm. that race he all <laughs> of a sudden when the rain kind of like uh, was like it, it was become somewhat of, of a changing condition and lewis was so fast he was lewis was coming behind him and he just slid off Yeah. Like very gently said off. <laughs> there you go, sir. Okay, see ya. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's no, with this guy? It's weird. I I mean now now it almost feels like it's it's a psychosomatic thing like he just panics when it rains probably. He is either too cautious or you know trying not to you know fuck up his Maybe just... like he was being extremely cautious. He was extremely slow. Like run yeah. B15. Yeah. Come on, son. Yeah. It's and... it's odd. No, he was in P15 when he crashed. He was P12, P13. P12, yeah. He was slightly better than that. P12. Yeah, yeah. Where when Max was like 1.1 seconds ahead of everyone else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but but uh, Perez, you know, Perez, the, the, the race thing wasn't his fault though. And it's just, again, another Red Bull engine. It sound, sounded yeah, like it, gearbox. Apparently it was the gearbox. Yeah, exactly. So, um, I mean, if it's a old gearbox I, i i guess it can fail but it's just that when you when you are in the title fight and i think perez was deluding himself that he was in one okay. um you, <laughs> you 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 cannot you just you cannot afford to have this kind of failures um it's just that this is kind of a you know uh, drop the luck and you can't really do anything about it Yeah yeah and and if um, if he was was uh, on the track and with his tire management skills that we know of uh, apart from Baku but we can well, Yeah about exactly that. I don't know any any tire management skill at least from Baku like his tire was falling off the you know Yeah I on. I don't know why that suddenly happens it a different kind of setup like what what happened in Baku like I I understand on on the No I have to he jumped really hard Uh, yeah exactly so usually 
when you you know um if you if you remember it's the same thing also with alonso's tire when yeah. he came out this time after after like he didn't pit on the first vsc he didn't pit on the second vsc and oh, then yeah. he pit on the green flag condition it's right that was and sad, yeah. and then you would expect him to be really fast because leclerc was just in front of him and ocon mm. was in front of leclerc so ocon mm. was kind of uh, holding him up and he was not fast enough right away yeah and that right. was because i think you already know and lots of uh, you know uh, drivers have talked to talked about this that after you change your tire you have to be very patient so that uh, you don't like like the first two or three laps you have to be really patient with the tire and not push too much because yeah. that can take a lot of yeah. tire life out, of, out it. of the tire yeah right yeah. and in baku he jumped like there right at the beginning and then he was getting chased down by by leclerc so i think what happened is checo just ate through his tire in the first three or four laps right. super fast and he di- he just didn't have anything to fight with after that because it was not like the red bull car was eating on that because usually when you see a tire issue it will be like okay today the fire uh, the ferraris are having tire which is like um i don't know some race and then uh, like in australia both the red bull cars were having tire issue yeah. and uh, they went through the tires really fast Um, like the alpines have done so many times yeah. and it will be like both cars having it but this time it was just checo so i think yeah that's my that, that's my humble hypothesis no 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 that, I, i think that's right that's right and you, you know it's it's uh, especially when you are going on a hard like uh, like you for a bit to the tires to come alive so if you push a lot at the start that be counterintuitive you know that's i guess so like we we always think uh, sorry we always hear about this this thing from different drivers but at the same time i i just find it's a it's a bit strange because every time we hear um to do a proper undercut you have to push really hard on your outlap right yeah, yeah. so i mean those two things doesn't really add up but at the same time well, you probably well, don't know what maybe. talking about yeah that that's always the case but then then again in undercuts i think they are talking about a tire that is faster than the other like preferably it's soft tire something like the, the you mean, compound uh, is softer than uh the others maybe so in that category i th- i don't know i'm talking out of my ass now but yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um can we talk about um uh alonso's alonso and alonso's teammate uh, teammates deal dinia yes. so if we okay so let me quickly mm. pull up their uh, championship standing and yeah. how much points they have right Right. Yeah, yeah. So, standing. Clear up, Jimmy. Okay. Okan has 39 points. Yeah. And he's P9. Alonso is P10 with 18. So less than half. Mm. And and I mean, be, being the person Alonso is, I think he doesn't really see like he he genuinely believes there are absolutely no reason in the world that a team might prefer his teammate to him. <laughs> like it just doesn't even occur it's not in the realm of possibility right and so like the extremely funny thing was he i mean obviously he was having some tr- trouble with the engine and he was slow yeah. and the team instructed okon to slow down so that okon can keep alonso in his drs range yeah so okon so uh, alonso doesn't get passed by people right yeah 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 and even then he yeah. had even to come on, uh, in like <laughs> i mean that he, he was like i, I was i was a million times faster all weekend yeah 
like uh, yeah but something like that but you are not that. fast when it counts man <laughs> right doesn't count so you, in practice yeah you are not Short fast time. and obviously uh, he he missed out on both vscs which kind of ruined his race yeah and we yeah. do understand all of that but yeah when you are getting the help of your teammate do you really need to come on to the radio and and you know Brings. try to say something like that and the irony of it even with that help he couldn't fix position and he had to wave to keep boras yeah, behind yeah and and, and got a penalty. penalty yeah exactly but you know still got some points i guess so good for him i guess <laughs> it's yeah it's really strange i i gi- given that um alpine has piastri on the side yeah i mean how how long before have, he gets <laughs> right and given that they have given um Ocon at like three years extension last year. Yeah. So I think his contract runs until end of 2024. The season through 2024. I mean. Yeah. Um. So I I feel like okay. Let me ask you this. Do, do you feel there is a realm of possibility where Alonso doesn't stay in Alpine or Alpine doesn't want Alonso to stay for one more year and instead they want to install uh, Piastri in his position? See, I I think we have talked about PSG uh, before as as well, uh, and the possibility for him to move is right. Where, um, and here's the thing for me. So you you need an experienced guy like Alonso, who is very valuable for your younger people. But then again, by by the end of 2024, I think Esteban will be experienced enough, kind of, to guide PSG around. And I mean, Esteban is already, uh, you know, yeah, experienced. He has, experience. right. yeah, he has raced for now like, four years in a That's right. Yeah. So, so or, I, or I three think, years with the I, yeah, I, I think by the time, like, around the end of 2023, I think at least, I think there should be a conversation about. Uh, Fernando possibly leaving because he's not adding much. So you mean he's he's gonna stay at least one more season anyway? I think I think so. Yeah, he's he's not gonna leave now, but at least in 2023 we are gonna see a conversation about him leaving. But that also really depends if he doesn't if he comes back like magic again in 2023 in some races. <laughs> then we, we don't know. But he's 40 for God's sake. Like I'm not ages, but just saying like. Uh, Play, a driver like Piastri should have have his chance. Fernando has won won everything, right? So it's not like no, not the Indy 500. Right? <laughs> he, <laughs> he, he has tried, a but, he has yeah. a he has a this thing he has a in endurance racing he has a championship. Fernando. Oh yes, yeah, yes. So, so those are the like the tri- triple crown. So yeah. he has two of those. Yeah, uh, yeah, but not the not the Indy 500. So well, uh, he can not. In not in like in IndyCar generally, he if he wants to go, he can I think because there are some older guys there like Gigi. There's a guy called Jimmy Jones there who is like right. 42 or something. Right. Yeah, and uh, Jimmy Jones runs everything. He races for Jimmy Jones Racing. He's a driver. He's, nice. he's the owner. He's everything. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean this is kind of like the family team. Yeah, he's. he's it's just him. He's the boss. He's everything. There is apparently a similar thing in Formula Regional, I think. Formula okay. Regional of Europe, where um, there is one uh, one person, one driver who is the owner of the team who does everything. Like he's the la- he's the first person to arrive, last to leave. He, you know, he appoints engineers and stuff. He's like he's the almost the team principal, rather than he cannot be on the controls. 
That's ah, it. okay. So the... when one person does the racing team, he becomes team principal. But you do it for a country, now you're dictator. Come on. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah um, but he's, I forgot the guy's name. If, if you can search it or if you remember. But yeah, he's, he's sorry, it's a bit of a tangent, but it's right. interesting. Under, under That's under all this. we do here, don't worry. Yeah, yeah. if <laughs> Fernando wants to, wants to be in Indy, I mean, they're going to take him with open arms. They, they take everyone, for God's sake. Fernando will want him. That will do some justice to El Plan. Because El Plan <laughs> is not going to plan so far. That's right. That's right. Yeah, that's right. All right. So that was, I think, our review of the last two weekends. And yeah. uh, there is a week gap. And then we have Silverstone. And as we were discussing, it's, it's going to be permanent racing track. So yeah. probably we will see a jump from Mercedes. Um, probably we will see Ferrari, uh, you know, uh, getting rid of all their engine gremlins. Yeah. And hopefully there will be a three-way fight at the top. Yeah, the three, three-way three fights are, as most things that are three-way, more fun than two-way. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and more two-ways are more fun than one-ways, which is... But, okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yes, I think you get my point. <laughs> no, I think everyone gets your point. So, yeah, yeah. Right, right. I think it, we, we have we have stayed our welcome. So. Yeah, yeah, we have. We have. Thank <laughs> you everyone again for, for listening. And uh, we will see you again in a couple of weeks time, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> see ya. See ya. It's lights out and away we go.